I still got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show on soundcloud i am your host scav d and i did not say that last week this show is brought to you by red coffee cups from starbucks because i'm sure no other podcast is going to talk about that wait <laughs> Lori, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Lori? Good. How are you? Ah, hanging in. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can we turn my headphones up? Yeah. Hold on. Oh. Turn them shits yeah. off. Oh. Who else? Who else do we have here? David Ali. We have another guest in the house tonight. They're flooding in. They keep flooding in. <laughs> we have another guest. That is right. Hip hop guru. <laughs> <laughs> guru. Hip hop guru. Yeah. Detroit's own D Alley. What up, though? It feels like with a hip hop guru, it's like rapping and doing yoga at the same time. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Leading a rapper's retreat next week. It's like what? a, it's like a video right there. Put that on the, put that outside. Put that out. Put that out there. <laughs> Multitasking, rapping, and yoga at the same time. You know, breath control. Yoga mats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jay Live used to like do the the dual turntables and rap at the same time. You know, he used. To... I still, my headphones still need to be turned up. Oh come on, Lori. Hey man, you gotta help me out. Sorry, I want to be involved in this conversation. Is that you right there? <clears throat> no. There is some connection, and now it's really loud on mine. That better? Yeah, that's better. Oh, Thank hi. You. Okay, hi. we're working out the, uh, working out the bugs. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Scab these effing things up. So co-owners yoga mats. <laughs> David <laughs> Ali. <laughs> the Ali, um, you are a part of USM. Correct. United States. United States of Mind. Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, um, if uh, if if uh, New York has the Wu Tang Clan. That's a direct quote. Detroit, Detroit has, has <laughs> United States of mind. The USM. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Uh, Travis one, Wright came up with that. Nice. One part of, uh, see, I've done my research. I tried to do my <laughs> like research. That. No. I was immediately taken aback. I'm clueless. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, what? One part, also one part of, uh, th- there's a whole bunch of guys in US, USM. So it, if, if they're the Wu-Tang reference. Uh, yeah, it was more of a numbers thing than anything else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> progress report, you, that is you. Truth be told. <laughs> that progress report is you and one other gentleman. Yes. Right? Eddie Logic. Eddie Logic. Yeah. Oh, we we narrowed that. down the numbers for that one. Right. I, uh, <laughs> he, I've, I've said uh, many times, he's the hardest working man in Detroit, I think. Yeah, no, I got with him when he only on his like 45th album. Now it's <laughs> yeah. like he's on his 2000 53rd. I think he posted pics of his discography on Facebook today, like. I, just, really? I he, needed to log out of Facebook. I'm not doing it. He just it posted a hard drive. <laughs> straight yeah. up hard bad drive. about yourself. Yeah, it was just album covers. Like, Aww. that takes up like three gigs. I like that. Good for him. 
you are also uh, a part of a live hip hop band as well, correct? Yes, yes, called Cold English, Cold English mm-hmm. which is a great name for a group. Um, yeah, where, I wish I would have thought of that. Where did you Where did you grow up? Um, I grew up around, um, lived in Oak Park, which is right by Detroit. So went to Berkeley High School. Go Bears. There you go. <laughs> went to Berkeley, U of M. So I was in Ann Arbor for a little while, and uh, now I am back here, where I currently reside in West Village. What did your? Uh, how was your upbringing? Uh, what did your? What's your folks do? So my dad was a rock musician for like till he was like 40 and then he went to law school at 40 years old. Wow. So he's a lawyer. When you say rock yeah. musician. What did he what does he play? Uh guitar. Okay. Um have you ever heard of Carl Carlton before? I have not. But you've heard the song She's a Bad Mamma Jamma before. Yes. That's Carl Jeez, Carlton. My dad used to play guitar man. in that band. Wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. He used to play with Sylvester if you're familiar. Nope. <laughs> you have to be into like Early I mean, disco if I, I, I bet you if I so heard it, was like it, the first artist to die of AIDS, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's did guys, sad. Did you guys hear Charlie Sheen has HIV? Yeah. Yeah, but I've, you know, I haven't Not seen it come winning. out of the man's uh, mouth himself. Oh. So, I mean, but it's probably has to be true. That'd be a really deliberate prank. I think like, he was right. interviewed uh, on. Yeah, today's show. He was, was supposed to have said it today, but I haven't seen the clips. Everybody yeah. usually posts the clips on Facebook. I have not seen a clip of this. No one's talking about it. They're like, shit, six degrees of separation. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, Just I feel bad kidding. for the guy, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, have a, I grew, course, up, I grew yeah, up watching absolutely. that guy. So I'm sure a lot of us did. Yeah, that's not good news. Old Chuck, Chuck Sheen, Hot Shots. Yeah. But weren't we all thinking like Tiger blood my ass after? Right. <laughs> Come on now. Thing. Bullshit. It didn't really happen. Come on. Yeah. Um, Tiger blood. <laughs> remember what he was talking about that shit? I don't really remember that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the drama, he, but I don't remember he told exactly what he was talking somebody about. Somebody he had Tiger blood. Supposedly it was roid rage. He, he claims he was in like a roid rage state. Mm. Uh, that was sort of the end of his. No, that was after, right after he got fired off of uh, his show. Two and a half months. Two, yeah. two and a half And he got a ton of money for this other show that did shit called uh, Anger Management. Right. Cool. Right. Well, okay. Back Char- to you. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so your pops plays guitar. So did yeah. that, is that, was that kind of what got you into music and, and hip hop? Um, you know, actually it was my older cousins. Uh, I have like uh, a couple cousins, one's six years older, one's eight years older. So, you know, my mom's a partier, so she just dropped me off there, like, on her way to a party, and, like, they'd have, like, yo, MTV raps on, all that <laughs> all stuff. All right. And, you know, Fond memories of, yeah. the, of that. Back in the days where you, like, VHS tape, yo, MTV raps. Yeah. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Dr. Dre and Ed Lubba. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, that takes me back, too. Um, I feel like we should have some, like, I, I want to watch some of that. What kind of stuff do you remember yeah. being on? Like, uh, do you, what was the, the music that was on at that time that you remember um, being inspired by? Kid and Play is probably All right. yeah. the, like the most well known, but there's like three times dope. Um, I mean the X Clan. Uh, okay, so you're talking like the classic shit, like towards the the late '80s, early '90s era. Yeah, I'd say like my hip hop like age is like eight years old because I was just listening to whatever my cousin was listening gotcha. to. That type of deal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, a lot of greats like that. Just back when it was more fun. Like MC Hammer was the shit. Yeah. Right. He was. Yeah. He was. Did he do the, the 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 pumps and a bump? Yeah, that was that was kind of sad though. That went somebody a little just, too far. <laughs> somebody posted a a, a a what is it a gif on a, my Twitter feed of him, and he's in these like like a thong man. He's like yeah. in the thong by the pool. <laughs> you know what label that album was it. released on? 
Death Row. Death Row. Right? Yeah, <laughs> man. Suge Knight okayed that motherfucker. Death he was row. like, yeah, this shit's tight. <laughs> like, Hammer, we gonna put your ass sure. in fucking Speedo. Like, yeah. that sounds like some shit you do to somebody in prison. Like, Suge Knight just prison bitch MC Hammer. Like, you only wear Speedos when you hang out with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I couldn't. That was like towards the end of his career. Like, I, I, I just remember him being in like a, a, a Speedo and I couldn't believe it. I was like, hey, no, hey. it definitely stuck with me, unfortunately. Well, I saw him two years ago at, um, <laughs> he played Arts, Beats, and Eats. He closed out the festival. Oh, shit. I and actually he, was there that night. He brought Trick Trick on stage. Okay. Bring like, on some local people. It's like, you think, like, MC Hammer, like, this, like, dancer dude, but, like, he hangs out with Suge Knight, brings Trick Trick on stage when he's in Detroit, like... MC Hammer might be gangster as fuck, actually. We don't know, but right. the, he's got hey, some he tendencies. It sounds like yeah. he has the tendencies there. He's just like, yo, I'm just going to rock this Speedo. Uh, right. And, you know, and no one's even going to think anything about it because pants. it's the shit. After the parachute <laughs> pants, the MC Hammer pants. Right. Too much material, too little material. You could just never find <laughs> the Hey, right they just pants. thought he was gay. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, We're just, we love you for who you are, okay? Right. Um, <laughs> you, uh... I mentioned USM earlier. How did you meet them? How'd you get in with those guys? You know, um, yeah, my hip hop really doesn't start with them, actually. My hip hop started. Oh, wait, you, when you, I was... you were in, in Ann Arbor, correct? Yeah, when I went to Ann Arbor, actually. You went to U of M, for, or you were going to U of M. Mm hmm. Yeah. So and... you you're so you got to be familiar with all those Ann Arbor people, uh, like Athletic Mike League and, and all those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Mayor Hawthorne. Well, he was in Athletic Mike League, right? Isn't yeah. that where he came from? Yeah, right. I know. Mary only went to, like, you know, now on even. They formed another group after that with uh, a couple members from Funktelligence. Right, I but, remember uh, like One Below used to be up there all the right. time as well, man. So, I mean. Right. Yeah, we had a pretty long discussion on the way here about Low. Your first, you were in a, uh, uh, your first group. Which was kind of where you started, right? What was that called? Oh, Cooperative Opposites. Yeah, yeah with my uh, homie Richie. So that was kind of what you were cutting your teeth do, uh, there, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of like getting your first shows and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. I just, yeah, playing with him. Gotcha. And then you met USM. Yeah, so when I came back to Detroit, you know, you just start hitting up the open mics. Like, we had made some connections, actually probably through low, like, back in Detroit. So we played a few shows together. Gotcha. Then, you know, he started to grow up, and I just stayed a kid. So, you know, he was like, I got to do something else. I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing this. Right. And playing those open mics, I was just, we were always playing the same circuit, you know, so you just play with the same person again. And then I met Asylum 7 from United States of Mind, and, like, we'd see each other and just rag on the other acts at the shows. Right. Because yeah, you know, bonds are formed. a lot of times that's how it, they are. there's mm -hmm. good groups that, that do the open mics, and then there are some some not as good groups that could be easily cranked upon. Yeah, I mean it's just um, a big open mic scene, you know. <laughs> so not all of it's going to be quality, and far be it for me to say right. what shit. But you know, you get together with a group of friends and laugh at it. You got a group. You should know everybody. If 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 everybody from USM is on the bill doing solo stuff, that would be a hot show, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of uh, solo stuff. Um, you, you have done solo material as well. And yeah, I keep I looking away from the microphone. I'm looking, I'm trying to look at you in turn. So Move your chair, Position silly. my mic. There you go. I mean, I'm uh, just focused on you're, you. You're, <laughs> you guys are just making love with your eyes right now. Absolutely. You're, you're just over here hanging out. <laughs> you did an album, um, called The Cooperative. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it was kind of a nod to my old group, Cooperative Opposites. And I think music's like that. You know, I'm a very dependent artist, so it's kind of like living in a cooperative, the uh, album being the house of it, right? You know, so right. just a ton of people live in that house. You, the way you got that album done was, you did you, you interned there or you were, you, 
Yeah. You were pretty much interning there. Where did you do this research at? I'm the man, dude. I'm the man. <laughs> this is I mean, crazy. my team. My team. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole team here, the Fake Ass Radio Show. We've got a whole team yeah, of people like doing research. super impressed right now. Um, you, you didn't get paid. You, they paid you in studio time. Yeah, well, and I started to work at a recording studio, and yeah, I mean, like, I just tried to become as indispensable as I can, became the manager, they gave me a key to the studio, and I'm at midnight sessions, you know? That's what's up, dude. Yeah. And now Eminem owns that studio. Sick. Hey, so dude. I was the first album, like, recorded in the space. Shit. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Hell That's yeah, quite dude. The, quite the little... That's awesome. Yeah. That is quite phenomenal right there. accomplishment, I would say. Yeah. It's, I mean, and I'd still have access if you didn't buy it, though, so it kind of sucked. <laughs> it's weird to record Shit. your album in, like, a $5 million facility and then go to, like, Eddie Logic's basement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was an adjustment. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. There's uh, there's live instruments on there. Your dad's on there, right? Playing some guitar? Yeah, I try to get my dad on every album that right. I do, at least to do, like, the um, interludes and things like that. Yeah, and we had, we had this huge studio space, so, like, one thing we'd, like, think had everybody play live instruments on. I was going to say, I I believe I heard some live drums on that album. Yep, 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 on right? a few songs for sure. Is that, so So being in the studio and seeing that and being involved with that, does is that how you wanted to get into a group, like a, a live hip-hop group, like Cold English? You know, um, I was just, at first it was just always looking for something extra, like an edge to get people out to a show, you know, so like, one time I like to get people out to a show, I was like, well, I'm going to play with a live band, you know, and I just like trained a live band in two weeks to do it and recorded a live CD around it. Right. But then when I did it, I realized like I was super comfortable around bands and I like being the front man of a band as opposed to like, you know, I mean, I love rocking with a DJ too, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it just started to make sense and it's kind of a way to differentiate. Not everybody MCs with a band and can switch it up, you know what I'm saying? Because like when you're just doing a DJ on a track, it can be kind of undynamic. Right. right. But right. um but that's all actually bullshit. So I'm a huge fan of Black Thought and I just want to be like a poor man's version of the roots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. The roots are amazing. Hey, there it is, the real yeah. truth. And I don't know how see. I rationalized it to that at some point. You sure see did, all the though. success you those did. guys. Man. You took it there. Yeah, right? You see like, what the roots are doing now. Those dudes That's are, what you believe. Yeah, like the roots are like my grateful dead. Like I've seen them like over 20, 30 times. <laughs> Me too. I've said that before. They were a group that was always on shows. So if I was going to see, they would be opening up for anybody. Yeah. So a lot of times, uh, my buddy and I would go, back in the day, we would go to see so many shows, and we the joke was, oh, the Roots are here too. Oh, <laughs> the Roots are, oh, God, you, dude, the Roots are here. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it was almost like a joke, the, the really, amount of shows those dudes were getting. I saw a really weird yeah. Roots sweatshirt yesterday. It was like a reindeer shirt with like a Nintendo-looking Santa Claus, and it said, the Roots. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> It was so odd. This antler roots. Yeah, it was weird. That's why you get the shirt, though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's kind of a sweet shirt. I was like, checking it out. It was due to my class. So you did a live CD or a live album. Yeah, yeah, live. Right, at the you get mentioned up. that earlier. Mm -hmm. What's that called? Live at the Get Up. Live at the Get Up. Mm -hmm. And then you have an EP out with with Cold English too, right? Yeah, um, I have an EP, and we recorded a live CD as well. Actually, that's what. Yeah. So okay. I've done two live recordings. Okay, yeah. you have two. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that I did not know. I thought you only had the one. Um, and those are both on iTunes, correct? Yeah, I think you can get any cold English on uh, iTunes. And yeah. definitely uh, Diali. There you go. For the uh, other live. Okay. Um, what do you got coming up on, uh, uh, on the radar? Um, actually, I got a show um, 
Saturday the 28th of November. Um, and I'll be playing with a live band. Are you familiar with Gorilla Funk Mob at all? I have heard the name. Back in the day. They're going to back me for that. And then okay. my sister is going to be on the bill, uh, Miami, which uh, has been pretty cool. She doesn't get to play around Detroit a ton, but she signed to a Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation. Wait, who? My sister. What? What's her name? Miami. Miami? Wow, M-A-Y-A-E-N-I. I thought you said the old Miami for a second. Oh, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> well, people like... used to call her Miami when she was... Okay. <laughs> so, and she's on... Uh, Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that I didn't Fucking know either. right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even if I did find that out, I, I, we're not here to talk about her. Exactly. What about you? <laughs> well, how Actually, do you, how do you say I prop her up way more. Um, her name is Miami. Miami. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Sweet. So we well, got to check her. We got to check her out too. Amazing. All right. Yeah. To your so she's on the bill. You. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, large extra large, which is uh, Warren Peace and uh, Jack Connery. They're playing a set. And then this uh, folk group that I really like called uh, the Normandies. The Normandies. Okay. They're real dope. Yeah, so it should be a good lineup. All right, cool. there you go. So you got yeah. shows. That's a couple weeks from now, coming right? up. Yeah, I think that's going to be my last show of the year. Yeah, uh, the 28th. Last take, show of the year, folks, come take, on out. Take December off or whatever? Yeah, I think so. I need to know what I'm doing musically. Like, I've just kind of been spinning out of control. Man, yeah, nothing wrong with that. A little regroup, little regroup, never hurt anybody. There yeah. you go. We're regrouping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're going to hang around, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Sit. Lori drove. <laughs> and and not to mention you you are you're interested in podcasting too, right? Yeah, you want to see how we're doing. So you've come to the right place, my friend. Mm-hmm. Take right. me to school. Take me to school. All right. <laughs> so hang out. Okay. Um. What did everyone? What did everyone do this weekend? David? I didn't. I didn't really do anything. I watched. Uh, well, yeah, what did you do? Did you do anything fun? I was going to say nothing interesting. I bartend, so I mean, I've probably seen some good shows. I can't remember who this, was there at the exact weekend? moment. Yeah, are you familiar with The Dream? Negative. No, he's like an artist. I don't know why. Nobody's ever heard of him. He's like written so many million-dollar hits. I always follow the songwriters, but he played at uh, The Shelter for like 150 people. Sweet. Yeah, nobody knew who he was. I love like, The Shelter. to be sold out. The Shelter. That's... Shelter's the joint, man. If you have seen 8 Mile, for our, our listeners that aren't from Detroit, if you've seen 8 Mile, if you see the scene at the end, the sort of basement sort of uh, uh, venue that they're playing in. Yeah, the last scene of the movie. That's, okay, correct. <laughs> the last battle, that's based on the shelter in so yeah, many absolutely. words, right? So yeah. if you've seen that movie, you've been to the shelter. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Um, all right. I've been to the shelter. I have been to, we've played there. I don't think I've been to the shelter when it was like in the movie. Magnum but I've Opus. Been to the shelter. Magnum Opus and I did a show there back in the Dizzy. Yeah, it's a good spot. I like that spot. Mm-hmm. Magnum Opus. I played a show, uh, I'm old, uh, maybe it was a couple years ago. We've rocked with you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Uh, Lori, what did you do? You probably did a whole bunch of shit. I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I do nothing. You ready? No, I'm just <laughs> um, let's see. Friday, I stayed home because I was exhausted. All right. <clears throat> um, obviously, there's terrible news on Friday. So that sucked. But um, Saturday, I had a whole like all day study group for school and I got my hair did. And then I went to the Flint Eastwood show. Okay. Down in Corktown. Flint that, Eastwood. Um, yep. Flint Eastwood that um, Assemble Sound and Two James put on. It was pretty sweet. It was like literally an empty warehouse turned into this amazing venue. <laughs> okay. I mean, there they was definitely that. work that could have been done from a sound perspective if you knew any better, but it was fun. And it was fun. The sound can always be better everywhere. Yeah, they were having they were having a couple issues with some of the power sources, but it was Mm. a great show. Um, and it was amazing. Like there was such a cool vibe. 
There was good booze. There was good music. A whole bunch of people I knew were performing. Booze. All my co-owners was there. I literally rolled up there by myself knowing that there was going to be a whole shit ton of people there. Right. And I think that everyone who I know was out that night. <laughs> what about your event? Almost everyone. Um, oh, yeah, my event. That was last Wednesday. That was good. Um, it, went, it turned out well. I think probably like 150 people showed up. Right. I showed up. I was yeah, there. Chris Heather was there. there. A bunch of other people were there. It was amazing. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, we raised, I think, probably $2,500. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it, it turned out well. Everyone was happy with their raffle prizes. Um, thank you to all the donors and people who contributed their time. Community Push and Tino Friendly Foods. What up? Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. That was Wednesday, then Saturday, I went to the show. And then Sunday, I, um, what did I do? I had a basketball game, which, again, I killed it on the three-point oh, line. Like, yeah. what is up? <laughs> what the fuck is up? Lori What's Wild? that percentage looking draining. Like? I don't even know. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'll just kill it, and then I'll just, like, <laughs> bank it off the backboard now. No shame. I'm so inconsistent. Um, but, you know, I'm going to talk shit. So it was fun. We won. But um, then before that, I went to a 50th birthday party. Oh, fun. So I was hungover. <laughs> I was hungover from the night before. Drove out to Shelby, went to a 50th birthday party, which was actually a good time. Okay, good. Um, yeah, watched Lions game. I feel like 50 is like Oh no, really, it was amazing. There were some people really there and everyone apart. was so excited. I mean, I wasn't drinking cuz I was pretty tired, but it was great. Back to the event. Yeah, the the event was great too. I had a, a great time there. I didn't stay for very long because the crack fries was calling. Chris, like, I, I looked at him at one point, and he was fucking sweating, looking out the window, scratching his scratching neck. neck. I knew the hop cat was across the street. Heather was just standing over in the corner, shaking her head. Yeah, the hop cat was right across the street, so I had to go and, and get some crack fries in me. That fuck. Oh, God, those things are good. You ever Ew. had the crack fries? You ever been in a hop I cat? Have, I've not been to hop cat go yet. There. Well, I've only been there once. I saw Alien Ant Farm there. They have, random. They have, they have uh, random shows there. I didn't know they there. did shows there. Yeah. It must uh, upstairs. Upstairs. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I haven't been upstairs. That's sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got to go catch a show there and get some crack fries. <laughs> crack fries. I got to try. Heaven for Chris. Multitask. Pretty much heaven for Chris. Right. <laughs> so. But yeah, thank you for coming. That was It was yeah. awesome. It was really fun. It was a great experience. Um, there was actually a video premiered. I watched it. Skateboarding. Yeah. Skateboarding yeah. Did you think it was good? I liked it. Yeah. That reminded me, if we were talking about go being thrown back into my youth uh, with uh, yo mtv raps i watched a lot of skateboarding videos when i was little too Did you? so that took me back too i was like wow Really? I can't believe I'm watching a skateboard video right now. Yeah, it was good. They did a really good job on it. It looked good. Yep. Mm -hmm. Looked damn good. So, yep. congrats Street to them. Bird. They raised how much? Uh 2500 bucks, I think. There you go. Yeah, it was awesome. There you go. Definitely some of that art though, man, could have gone for a lot more money, so some people got some steals on those raffle items. They're giving it away. Yeah. Who won the coffee maker? <laughs> I know no I put clue. in I put in for that one. Who won the Keurig? Shit, I want to know who won all the ones. Put I put right I want the Keurig, man. I wanted that one. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. You have a Keurig, you selfish fuck. I would have, dude. I want it all, man. I want it I all. I want two. Keurigs. Yeah, we just have, get a fucking coffee pot. I have one down here. You know, I could have brought it down here. A little mini fridge. Um, it's ball and shit, right? Saturday, that Chris Keurig, just, right? <laughs> Saturday, there was a uh, there was a UFC fight on. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm kind of bummed I didn't watch it. I mean, I, I, I'm glad I did what I did. But Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, I, what, I what can knew. you say about that girl? I saw it coming. <laughs> you got the fuck out, man. Yeah, pretty much in so many words. So cold. That girl. Was Holly she actually Holm, out? Was she actually knocked out? She was definitely out. Really? She she probably just stopped and thought about her life for a moment at that minute. <laughs> yeah. She probably learned a lesson in that moment. It reminded me of uh, I didn't watch the fight live. I watched it after, 
And it reminded me of when Tyson got beat up by Buster Douglas back in the day. It was just a, a fighter who was not ready for it. The camp was not ready for it. I think she went in uh, not trained well enough, thinking that she probably phoned it in. Oh, I'll beat this bitch. And uh, she got her ass straight up handed to her. So, um, yeah, that woman was just throwing... How much taller was the other chick? Maybe a half a foot, I'd what? say. She had a half she a foot. Had, she had reach on her. She had She's a reach. boxer. She kept oh. her distance yep. the whole time. Like, I mean, yep. it's not defense. that Ronda was sleeping on her. It's that this girl was that good. Ronda had a shitty game plan, but I mean... Right. Holly Holm was sound. Hmm. Well, I think that's the first I, time I we just said her it. name as well. Nobody even remembers her name. She's the champ at this point. Yeah. Holly Holm. <laughs> no name, names are not necessary other than Rousey. Gotta knock the fuck out. Right. This no. girl, it was one of the most... I do like Ronda Rousey, though. I do think that she has quite the ego, and it was yes. time for her ego to be challenged. Everybody was happy to see her get the ever-loving shit kicked out of no, her. No, they weren't happy, but they were like, oh, yeah, bitch, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that part of the movie, by the way. One of the satisfying most satisfying knockouts i think i've ever seen really yeah it i watched a lot of boxing pretty picture perfect it was a it was a straight kick to the face right. <laughs> like the so neck she like picked was her she up bleeding? yes oh before that she busted her nose straight yeah. jab to the Ooh. nose elbow yeah. elbow elbowed her oh man straight left she was just cranking her she's like that southpaw mm. oh she's right she's I, southpaw? Think, I think so so mm. i think she was just cranking her uh, no, I think she's right. But, no? I mean, she's throwing jabs with the left. That's what you're, you know, keeping your distance. I might have it all mixed-matched. Mm-hmm. I, I think I feel like I would have heard if she was a South Jaw. South, South Jaw? <laughs> no. I think I would have heard on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> no. She so. works it from the other jaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I just went there, but my bad. <laughs> we take it there. We go there. I mean, we can do that's it. where it's at, I guess. Right. That's where I took it, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the more satisfying knockouts. I watched Manny Pacquiao knock out Ricky Hatton uh, years ago. That was amazing. Uh, and then Manny Pacquiao himself got knocked on his face uh, a few years later. That was satisfying. Um, and this Ronda Rousey knockout also. So is it that you don't like people who win? Watch them lose? You like watching people lose? I want to watch people get knocked the oh, fuck okay. out, man. I don't want to watch. Me out. Mm, I don't want to watch like Floyd just dance around and oh, win, yeah, that win was every annoying. round and that was annoying. be the perfect, you know, do, box the perfect round. Yeah, that's great and all, and he's he's an excellent boxer, but. I want to see some some violent shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I want him to take it I back guess. to the the forties, you know. So, but yeah, I like waxing though. I lo- Michael Rappaport said uh, said it best on Twitter. He's like, "Can we put this whole Ronda Rousey can can beat Floyd Mayweather <laughs> argument to bed now?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Although yeah. she maybe could because Floyd Mayweather doesn't really fight. He just dances around and plays defense. Right. So the uh, the rematch is coming. That could be possible. They're uh, I think it's going to be quick too. They're going to get right on this. They're going to milk this shit brawl. Yeah, tonight. but Ronda needs to recover. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean you have medical like yeah I mean you got you get knocked out you should chill. She went right to the hospital chill. too. I think you know they they went and checked to see how concussed she was. You know. Yeah, I think they're saying June July maybe. Okay, there we go. We got that to look forward to, which is nice. <laughs> well. Do you think she'll be too scared? Has she ever gotten knocked out before? She looked scared. That's what coming I'm into the like even the 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 
the weigh-in the day before, she was stuttering. She's like, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> she was stuttering. You could see that. Watch it again, right. people. Well, she's just not that <laughs> slick with the tongue. I mean, you no. know, like... She's not very eloquent. Well, you know, I actually, like, I actually like follow you, her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I actually follow her on Instagram, and um, there was a post after her last fight with that homegirl, whatever her name was, and okay. she had a post that really stuck with me because as an athlete, I can relate. It said that the loudest person in the room is usually the most insecure, and that other girl that she fought at that time was super loud during the weigh-in. Okay. And she was obviously insecure because she lost because she knew that she could be beat. And now this happened to Mind her. How the tables so, turn. Yeah, and I find that interesting because <clears throat> she know, was the loudest going. Yeah, in the and, and, and I, I mean, I didn't pay attention to any of it. Didn't honestly, touch other than gloves. I saw a picture. Of didn't her touch gloves at the beginning out, of the fight. And which is so yeah, unclassy. Yeah. yeah, like what did she say to you that makes you so upset about life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow, you're a professional athlete. Like, you need to have more composure as a uh, human being. <laughs> yeah, I think she was just trying to look for a reason to get up for it and yeah, probably. seeing if she could win in the head game. Because the, the fact is, she is kind of outmatched. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. The one thing Ronda Rousey was doing, though, is she was the constant aggressor. So maybe if she lays back a little bit and lets home come to her, maybe she can get on. She kept yeah. leading with her chin, too, man. Don't do that anymore. And keep your fucking hands up, Ronda. Damn. Yeah. It Damn, was Ronda. It was a boxing up, clinic. Mm -hmm. Six minute long clinic. She was, uh, mm hmm. Holly Holm was surgical with that left. So surgical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to watch it now. Yeah. You guys got to make soul. Yeah, check that out. It's worth it. it it's, I mean, it's six it. minutes of your time. It's cool. a dominant first round, and then like now I'll watch it. Now that the it's dust entertaining. Is yeah. Now that we've talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Very entertaining. <laughs> I guess I'll watch it now. <laughs> uh, what else? I. Uh, I guess I'll play this again. <laughs> Speaking of this movie, um, the director of that movie, F. Gary Gray. He directed a movie that we spoke about uh, a few weeks ago called Straight Out of Compton. Straight Out of. <laughs> Straight Outta. Mm -hmm. Straight Outta Compton. That movie is uh, apparently the highest grossing film by a black filmmaker, by a black director. Congratulations. So congrats to you, F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray. We were talking about this earlier. I, oh, that's better than Spike Lee's movies. Yeah, it's crazy. He started yeah. off as, a, I want to say, a movie video director for like um, Ice Cube as well. There you go. Cube. Yeah. Yay, yay. From the videos to the movies, man. But Straight Outta Compton was awesome. I need he's, to see it. He's done... Um, yeah, it's worth it. F. Gary Gray has done uh, quite a few movies. Uh, he's done Friday. He did uh, the Straight Outta Compton. He did The Negotiator, uh, The Italian Job. I have... I actually have some... I like both of those. I have some audio of him on set while he was uh, directing... The uh, the Italian job here. Check this out. Look at all these crackers. Seventy million dollars. I can't even get a black grip. <laughs> shame. It's a damn shame. Here's your coffee, sir. Here's you spend this? Sir. I didn't spend it, sir. Any boogers in it? There's no boogers in it, sir. You went to film school, didn't you? Must piss you off to see a black man running a big old production like this, huh? <laughs> went to film school. Does your daddy know that you give a nigga his coffee? It would kill him, wouldn't it? <laughs> There's no boogers in it, sir. Then taste it. Taste it. Taste, taste the booger flavor. I know it's simple. Ew. It's all good, sir. No, it ain't all good. Now clean that shit up. That's right. Give me a white boy. Give me a blonde hair white boy so I can enjoy that shit. You the man, sir. No, you the man, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
I, I don't actually think that that was uh, I think, F, uh, F. Gary Gray. Mark Wahlberg was in the Italian job. Was Correct. Yeah, maybe he was talking to, to Marky Mark. There. Mark's like, yo, I got the funky bunch. Like, come on, man. Is that Italian job? No, oh. no. That is uh, <laughs> Wait, very what? much um, Chris Rock from from uh, Kevin Smith's Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, that's right. He plays a black film director at the end, and he comes in and, and just steals the show with with that shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, so that was hilarious. Funny. Yeah, so I wasn't yeah. sure if I should be tense or not. Again, congrats, <laughs> congrats to to you, uh, Mr. Mr. F. Gary Gray. Right. All right, we will continue yeah. watching you. That's quite the accomplishment. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. What else we got going on? Speaking of movies, uh, did you hear what Shia LaBeouf did? No. He, my boy, <laughs> man, my boy, Shia LaBeouf, uh, uh, watched uh, <laughs> he watched his own movies. He rented Wait, out. What? He rented out a theater. I think it was in New York. He rented out a theater and he invited the general public to join him in watching all 29 of his movies uh, consecutively. So it took like a, a whole weekend. And he put a camera on the seat in front of him showing his perspective, his reactions while watching these movies. Which With you, 150 other people? Yeah, well, it was mostly a, a, a one shot of just him. You know, you could only see him. But uh, yeah, and you could tune in on the internet and watch him. Uh, watching his movies. Live? His, yep. So it was on Periscope? It wasn't on Periscope. It was on the internet. It was like a website. He had mm. his own website. So he had a web designer and everything for this shit. It was a serious, mm. serious event. He claimed it was an art piece. Like it was like, a, you know, like an art stunt. So, um, yeah. I mean, I could see if he had cameras on people who were not him. <laughs> no, it was him. He wanted to... Like he, other cameras? He wanted every, just one camera on him. Yeah, he just wanted to... to if I ever run into this guy, I'm going to have a conversation with him. <laughs> I actually I'm think it's kind of neat. Like, that's weird to me. I think it's inspirational. I think he's, uh, he's, he's trying to, tr to find himself by watching himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I those think. pieces are very interesting. I mean, like, I've seen a few private. recently. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, you do that by like yourself. Like, is he scouting himself? Is he trying to, like, <laughs> learn about himself? Like, what's, what's he doing? Shai's just getting this paper living life. Right. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Well... So, not to be completely outdone by Shia LaBeouf, I, Mr. Scav D, uh, took the liberty of renting out the theater, the local theater in my town here in Clarkston, and I invited the general public <laughs> out to join me in listening to all of my podcasts played oh. in oh, uh, no. consecutively. I have a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of audio from that. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a lot of it. I didn't put up a camera. But I, I Why didn't you a, invite me? I did. You didn't go. What? Was it a Facebook this invite? This <laughs> I think that's my reaction. I was there. I was there. God. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a successful <laughs> event. <laughs> Sounded like a swinging good time. It was a lot. Yeah, thank you to everybody that showed up. <laughs> I was. I started tripping out there for a second. <laughs> My ears were like deceiving me. I was like, what's going on right now? No, there's very much a, a, an empty room. <laughs> 
Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I thought I, no, I, 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 I think I saw the Facebook invite. <laughs> <laughs> right. The fake ass invite. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, how about uh, did you hear about there's a 13 year old kid in South Carolina that shot uh, a burglar uh, breaking into his house? Two burglars that were breaking into his house. He pulled out a shotgun. And he... 13-year-old kid? Yep. And he gauged one of them as With they were shotgun? coming into the door. Yep. And so the dude retreated, and his buddy, who was not wounded, took him to a hospital, dropped him off, and that dude died. And then the other dude was apprehended afterwards. But, uh, yeah, 13-year-old kid. What do you think of that shit, right? Hey, I mean... Kid's kind of a hero. Yeah, that I can't hero shit. So I have no idea how... Shotguns are strong, too, aren't they? They like pull you, they, they push you back. They kick, yeah. They kick, man. If you you'll mm. if you're not ready for it, you'll get a bruise on your shoulder. That's scary. How scary? Unless is that he was like shooting old? from the hip, like you know, like Chuck Norris. I mean, he probably just handled the gun. He's from South Carolina. He knows how to handle guns. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, I guess the mom taught him how to use it, how to wield the thing. I mean, why else have it? Yeah, is Other this than locked up in a safe? This is responsible gun ownership, right? I mean. If you know how to use it, I mean, and he's protecting himself, that's crazy that I live in a neighborhood where, you know, like... That has to be the 13 case. 13-year-old kid needs gun access, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. he defended himself. It doesn't seem like any foul play was involved, right? Right. Cool. I mean... Dude, I, uh... When I, I was a kid, that kid... The situation is not ideal. I was little, and I had burglars try to break in. My parents, they went on vacation, and they straight up forgot me. They went to Paris... And they left me behind. And but and these burglars were trying to break in, but I didn't I didn't shoot them. I didn't pull out a gun. I set little traps up around my house <laughs> to, to for while they were trying to break in. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like I fucking <laughs> I set up like paint cans on my stairwell and like they were trying to come up the stairs. I throw the fucking paint can down on them, clock them in the head. I yeah. put like broken glass, like booby you traps. know. Yeah, yeah, little booby traps. You know, I had a laundry chute that I I, I Put a, I put a fucking hot iron at the top of it, and I, I strung a, a, what looked like a light string. So this dude pulls the fucking light string, and it, uh, 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 did I say oven? Iron? Iron hits him in the face. Yeah, that would not feel well. That would not feel good at all. Yeah, man. I didn't have to kill them, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was probably scarier and easier to just kill them. Yeah. I mean, the little kid, uh, you know, you knew that you had those guys. Right. You had a home turf. I was a very smart little kid yes. <laughs> you were uh, awfully resourceful that's my, for sure my neighbor helped me too yeah i was afraid i was always afraid of my next door neighbor but then he ended up helping me at the end so <laughs> quite the man that neighbor what do you think the kid you think the kid said anything like after he fucking shot the i dude? think he was probably terrified like he had like a line i mean how often i need statistics was this kid's house broken into previously was this kid a juvenile delinquent like where was the mom where was the dad <laughs> the mom was at work and i don't know if the fucking dad what they have in the house that these people wanted were they uh, affiliated like what's the story <laughs> <laughs> what oh. did he say when he shot the burglar like did he have like a chuck norrisy he probably didn't line? say anything he probably froze is what he said no yes maybe uh i mean if he's if he's wielding a <laughs> shotgun perhaps <laughs> Shotgun with <laughs> shotguns. Uh, lastly, Lions won. I know. They're two and seven, but they won at Lambeau Field. Which, which is a big deal. Which they haven't 
because there have been a Lambo? Seen, yeah, they no. have. It's in Green, Green Bay, and they haven't seen a victory there since 1991, mm -hmm. back when uh, old Nirvana was on the radio and shit. Mm -hmm. So, congrats to them too. Congrats Absolutely. all around to to our Detroit Lions, our local team, pulling out the W. Yeah, and, but that sucks because then you gotta like ride with them for one more week. Like every time you're ready to write them off. <laughs> now know, it's a two-game win streak. We've been talking like, about this. On. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I was done, but you know what? I I I don't know. I mean, we're still talking about them. I want. Yeah. The only time we haven't right. talked about them. But we you're absolutely right. We got one more. We always act like we're about to ignore them, and then they just do just enough. Like, I mean, this is the barest of minimums. Staff's going to throw seven interceptions Besides next week. Green Bay, that's and, a pretty big deal. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that's how bad the season was. We're almost on our way to, like, a lost season. For yeah, the most like, part. I mean, and we've been there. The only team in the NFL that's been there. Mm -hmm. We know that feel. But let me just say, this is the happiest two and seven team that you will ever find in any league. Well, they've had anywhere. a lot of adversity, first of all. Well, so yeah, okay, we're gonna talk for a second. So <laughs> I mean, like the Lions, they it's it's not it's every year it's a new team. There's new players. There's not new coaches necessarily. The front office is obviously not changed. You usually bring but in a handful of people. You yeah, to, you'd rather end the game, end the season semi-strong on a high than on a low. Right. And zero and sixteen, we are not zero and sixteen. So we've been places that have been worse. We went zero. <laughs> as a city, we not as zero. an entire team, because not everybody on that team was there the year after. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, I think the Lions are always going to be that greedy team, man. They're always going to be people who are going to need to get dirty, like they are. They're gonna need to play. We that's lost why they don't our, have that's why Matthew Stafford is not a good fit. We lost our he's dirty not players. Gritty enough. Like, he's not. We need a dude who knows what it's like to fucking work hard. Who like maybe came from somewhere where they worked really hard. That's we what we need. We need what's his name? We need Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, maybe Stafford needs Jesus. That's what he needs. He had a good season that year, though. He took I mean, Matthew Stafford's had a success. Yeah. I mean, he's as a quarterback, he's been a successful quarterback. He he has. Seen... Who are we talking about, Stafford? Yeah, though? I mean, okay. he has good statistics. <laughs> yes, he does. So it's not like he's a terrible quarterback. I'm not. No, he's not. I'm not trying to take anything away from Matthew Stafford. You would want everyone and in Detroit do not fit. <laughs> everyone in Detroit hates. He, but he's. Matthew I mean, Stafford. he is. He is contributing to the community, which is important. I'm not saying he's well, not yeah, he's doing things in Detroit. I'm just saying sometimes teams and players don't fit well. In fact, more often times than not, like I get what you're saying though about yeah. him being a, just a general all-around leader. Like, uh, you know, Peyton Manning was a, was well, a leader. Was, you know, came in uh, out of Brett Favre was a leader. You know, those guys led their teams, motivated mm -hmm. their yeah. motivated the, the the people around them. You know, so I don't think staff's doing that. But he uh, has the potential to be a great leader, just yeah. probably in a different city. Yeehaw, Matthew! But we'll always love him. Texas will always <laughs> love him too. Oh, no, his career will be done after. <laughs> Probably. Much like, uh, well, I wanted to say Ronda Rousey's, well, at least her, her acting career is probably over that's for sure no rousey, <laughs> rousey will go to like the wwe or something she's a terrible uh, actress though no i like stayed, wanted she's, to she's, love her right in entourage i was so excited well, she's she was... in the, so the expendables too i didn't see that the expendables also mind you also, not the okay. expendables two okay i think she was in the third one oh. <laughs> right okay yes there you go okay. i have no clue <laughs> some clarification <laughs> yes all right so uh let's oh, shit recap uh, straight out of Compton, F. Gary Gray, uh, UFC, Ronda Rousey, Lions, Shia LaBeouf, the 13-year-old kid in South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say we get into some old music? Yes, please. Okie dokie. Let's get into some music here.
We're gonna play some shit. Fold your ass. I'm not singing tonight. I'm singing this damn hook. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, uh, D? The guest always plays the first song. Who, who, who uh, are dope, you playing dope, dope. tonight? Um, a song by an artist called Blue, called Dancing in the Rain. Okay. Uh, it's one of my favorites because it's just like, and it was raining today, but it's just kind of like an inspirational song. I just actually came across it like four months ago. Okay. What were you like on Pandora or Spotify or some shit? No, my uh, homie uh, Five L from the United States of Mind, he put me up on it. Okay. There yeah. you go. All right. Sweet. So this is, I guess this is Blue in Exile. Yes. Blue in Exile. Exile's a producer. He does dope shit as well. All right, there we go. Dancing in the Rain, fake-ass radio show. Scav, Laurie, D. Alley. Look. It's six o'clock, I'm hopping out of the bed. Rain falling, calling X, but my phone line's dead. I guess my bills ain't paid. No rides work for the day. Second option, hop the bus, but it's a traffic delay. My boss tripping cause I'm running late and ain't no excuse. When I'm about to be 22, without a whip, I can swoop. Feel like I'm finna shoot my own dome with prone to escape. Zoning out, cause working, working out, I work for what I make. My lady calling, bugging, always fussing. Just cause we ain't balling, but it's hard because the cousin's fucking rich. Cause the husband's hustling. And I ain't fucking touching nothing but a mic. Five o'clock and off the work. Ready to go home and write But I ain't got a buck to catch the bus Chillin' at the stop Rain falling hard as ever And it's soaking my socks Fuck Kick my kicks off And took off my jacket Roll my jeans up Beat up in my headphones Blastin' blaze some weed up And started laughing While I'm splashing in puddles Like motherfucker struggle We dancing in the rain I'm gonna try to do the same thing Yeah Don't nobody wanna dance slow In the rain Sweep your ass Nobody wanna liberate the weight of the pain. Sometimes I hate taking trips to the lab. Got my pen and pad, booking instrumentals and smash. Catch the bus regardless. Trying hard to be an artist, but my A&R be calling me out my zone into his office. Being cautious, still want my record to break. Asking me how I think my project's progressing and shit. I said, cool, but the truth is I'm stressing the grip. Cause it's hard to make music when this depression exists. They say use it as inspiration. The best of them did. But I still see I can't handle this pressure for shit. And if you ask me, stress is a bitch. My girl needs more retention than my record labels desperate for hits now i'm pissed because i'm getting out the zone again makes me start to dread when i see a microphone and shit ain't supposed to be like that i said i'll be right back i left the office got a phone and called my partner jack and i asked him remind me while i'm rapping and right before we answered i remember my passion in the past when i was scribbling in my tablet to box out my mom and dad's rapping to help me with my grandmother passed plus the many times when i was homeless and the times when i was broke and this music made away when i was hopeless he told me to remember the rain It'll diminish the pain Then you told me not to ask me again Cause I know Don't nobody wanna dance slow when the rain Smooth your ass Smooth your ass Don't nobody wanna liberate the weight of the pain Smooth your ass Smooth your ass Don't nobody wanna dance slow when the rain Don't 
don't nobody wanna. I don't nobody wanna. I don't nobody wanna. Dance slow in the. Check it. Don't nobody wanna. Don't nobody wanna. Body, body, you, you. Don't nobody wanna dance slow in the rain. Nobody wanna liberate the weight of the pain. Smooth your ass. Smooth your ass. This shit is nice right here. This shit is real nice. On the fake ass radio show with Scav and Lori and D Alley. Blue in Exile. Dancing in the rain. Dancing in the rain. That's what that song was called. Oh shit! There you are. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I never get these these pots up in time. My <laughs> shitty board work. I like that one. Yeah, it was good. It was yes. chill. It was chill. Yes. I like the chillness. We got to keep it keep it on the chill tip from time to time. You know, we mm. all need to chill the f out. I have a hard time keeping it on the chill tip though. You are a little. Uh, I'm hyper. A little intense, man. <laughs> Sometimes you're intense. You need. I need you. I'm super intense. You're at a ten. I need you at like a two and a half. Dude, it takes a lot <laughs> of sleep right? to uh, run on high octane like I do all day long. <laughs> <laughs> to operate this vehicle. Yep. To operate this machine. <laughs> <laughs> Lori. What? What are you playing next? Uh, I'm going to play, Miss, okay, uh, okay. Miss Electric Lori. Speaking of high octane, so um, this weekend I said that I went to that show, Flint Eastwood. Right. Which was held at a, um, uh empty warehouse. Right. What is that? You're electric, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. You can play that if you want. You were talking about how how, how intense you are. No, I'm not that intense. You're so, but I am you're intense, definitely you're intense. electric. <laughs> Does that mean like I'm hurting people? You're electric. I'm electri electrifying people? You're just electric. I'm charging them up. Do you hug? You need a hug. Everybody needs a hug. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. But anyway, so I went to the show, uh, Flint Eastwood, at 2 James Annex, I believe is what they refer to it as. Um, but it's an empty warehouse that they um, had been working on for about a week. A buddy of mine set up a stage, um, assembled, put it on. 2 James sponsored it. There was a bunch of booze. Friend was bartending. It was fun. Boom. Um, Toondale Lanaran performed, Bev Love performed, a group from New York performed, um, another dude, I can't remember his name, he performed, uh, and it was just a good, it was just a good vibe, nice. and, um, the reason why I really like Flint Eastwood, I don't know if I've ever even told you this story, Chris, is a couple years ago, I went to, uh, The Loving Touch in Ferndale to watch them, right. and I was super excited about it, because I kept, kept hearing, like, people who, like, seeing people who I knew like their shit. So I um, right. started listening to it, and I, I thought it was really cool. I was like, oh, this is a good show. I'll go check them out. They have a little fan following. It's worth, worth the visit. So I went, and uh, I can't remember the occasion. I believe I had gone with a bunch of people, but ended up just being like me and another person watching the show. And uh, right when Flint Eastwood went on, at this time, I believe they were a band. Okay. Um, they went on, and the lead singer, who his name is Jax Anderson, she, was, she got up on the microphone and uh, kind of had a moment with the crowd and admitted that, a day or two earlier, her mother had passed away. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so she was very positive about it. You know, it wasn't a down, like, we, you know, she obviously took a moment. Um, mm -hmm. But then she said that the show is in her honor and that um, the last words her mom had ever said to her was, don't let this break you. Oh, Lord. And she put on a performance. Let me tell you what. I was like, dang. 
man, I was so excited. And it was such an emotional performance. And, uh, you know, I'm a very, I could be a very emotional person and I, I have great empathy for emotion. And I'd have been um, crying like a baby at this shit if she'd done that. It was goosebump worthy. It was goose pimple worthy. In fact, I think I actually told this story to a couple people on Saturday and gave them goose pimples while she was performing at this place with two James. But anyways, um, it's a great story. And she put on a performance in, uh, this weekend. And the album that she just put out, which is called Small Victories, uh, is was about her grieving process. Okay. And it was made after her mother passed. So All right. um, it's a great album. It was out, I think it was released last week. Uh, the album release was on Saturday. And this song is called Glitches on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Lori Wilde.
Okay. Glitches. Flint Eastwood on the fake ass fake radio ass show. Radio show. Yeah. What, what did you think she was saying? <laughs> I thought she was saying bitches on my radar. That's what radar. I thought she was saying too. I was like, you I got know, these bitches on my radar. I had a moment of uh, I do the too. same thinking earlier, but <laughs> the song is called like, Glitches on right. SoundCloud. That's what so I, I changed it. That is exactly shit. what I played. Glitches, not bitches. I mean, shit, yeah, bitches on my radar. Right? It's like, gotcha. I see you bitches. Don't think you <laughs> yeah, hide. You know, I see you, you know, out here. You know, you know. <laughs> I got my eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got another top five. You guys want to bust one of those? Sure. All right, let's do that. Okay. Top five songs in the country uh, for this week. There is one catch, though. These songs are from 1987. 87. All right. Top five songs for this week. 1987. Okay. Number five. You guys know what this is? No? The Boss, man. Bruce Springsteen. Brilliant disguise. <laughs> I don't know if I ever caught I know this, this song. I know this song. <laughs> this was not on my radar. It was no, on my dad's radar. Not really mine either. He's got better songs than this for sure. This is up two spots from number seven. Damn, yeah, Bruce. There you go, Bruce. He's climbing. Climbing the charts here. You want to get to the chorus here? Get to the hook. I definitely know the song because my dad for sure jammed to this shit. Right. I was like born to run myself. Tell me what I see when I look in your eyes. Oh, is that you, baby? Or just a brilliant disguise? Yeah. Okay. All right, boss man. Take me there. <laughs> Brilliant disguise, Bruce Springsteen. You and Bruce are having a moment. I like the boss, man. I like, uh, like again, Born to Run is my shit. I love that song. I'll I love get, Bruce Springsteen. I'll get goose pimply when I hear Born to Run. That's a good song. How about coming in number four this week? What do we got for number four here? You know this? Tiffany, I think <laughs> we're alone now. Oh, cor- oh correct. Amundo. Yep. I could have done it immediately. I was like, let me take a breath so they don't think I'm that weird. <laughs> okay, David. I know. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's a great song. She used to tour Running malls. As as right. Catch her at a, a, a mall right now. Oh, hell yeah. Like a, <laughs> the dirt mall. I think I saw her Playboy. I think she did a spread, maybe like. Eight years ago. She did a spread. I think Tiffany did a and spread. Playboy. Playboy. Nice. She's not a bad looking broad. Eight years ago? Yeah, I mean, she was like, you know, probably 30s, early 40s. Hmm. Good for her. Yeah, Tiffany ain't been out for a minute musically. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany here is doing a cover of uh, Tommy Jones and the Shondells. They did a version of this song, I don't know, in the 60s. Hmm. More, uh, I this was a cover song. Correct, Amundo, it was. Uh, number four. What's coming in? Number four? No, this is three. 
Oh, no, number, that was number four. Yes. Sorry, that was Tiffany. She is actually dropped down four spots oh. from the number one spot. So, like, so they she's, found out it's a cover song. Yeah, maybe like, that's oh, what, what it was. Hell? Oh, man, fuck this bitch. So we just witnessed the descent of yep. Tiffany because it never got right after that. She's done. She was never back at those ratings. Maybe that was yeah. it. Number Except three. Except for Playboy sales, maybe. Right. <laughs> and that's how she reinvented. <laughs> number three. Ooh, baby, do you know that's <laughs> I think everyone knows this one. This was in a movie, right? This was in a lot of movies, I feel like. I just imagine an 80s themed wedding right now. Right. <laughs> like any wedding. Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth. I like this song. She's climbing two spots from number five. It's like, see ya, Tiffany. Right? Bye, bitch. <laughs> Knock you out like Ronda Rousey. Bye, Tiffany. Knock you right out of that. <laughs> oh. Did Belinda Carlisle have some controversy? No clue. I don't know. I, 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 could, uh, I did not know the artist. I, I could Google it. Google it. A little bit. Who? I'll tell you, Belinda, <laughs> right. sound, Belinda sounds kind of like a black girl. If you right. said Belinda Carlisle. Is she I, the one that knocked out Rousey? I think or? I pictured a white chick. <laughs> Nobody knows her I pictured a white chick for sure. She is. Belinda Carlisle oh, okay. is like the very white girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. The album cover is definitely Belinda? like a glamour shot album cover, guaranteed. Oh, my right. God. With lasers and like a wave bang. <laughs> yeah. Looking, what about yeah. that pose where you look backwards? <laughs> You like this shit? There's like a cat in the cloud behind you. can't see me right you. now. Yeah. I guarantee it is. I'm going to try to look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Number two is also a song that was uh, easily from a, a, a easy, recognizable, easily <laughs> recognizable. That's what I'm trying to say here. Dose. Two. Number two. No. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's right. We're dancing dirty tonight, folks. And nobody puts it's baby in the corner. It's a Bill Medley. Oh, it all to you. And Jennifer Warrens. There's that angelic voice there of hers. There she is. Oh wow! Look at look at our girl on the cover of Play, Playboy there. Oh okay. We. What's her name again? Tiffany. Tiffany. Belinda Carlisle. Oh, Belinda no, I'm saying they've all they're oh, all they've doing all Playboy. There friends. we go. This Just is what happens them. with them. <laughs> That's deep as hell. I need right you there. on our research team. <laughs> I need you to be our fact checker. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna climb a spot. I like this song. Yeah, right? If there was a song that I, I would learn to dance to with my lover, it would be this song. <laughs> well, we've been practicing dancing all week to this song. Or <laughs> you and I. To your significant other as lover the minute the song comes on. <laughs> lover, lover Come hither on the dance floor. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, we've been, Lori and I have been busting this song out all week. Let's get to I the good part pretend. here. Come on, all right, Lori, are you ready? Are you ready for the lift? No. Here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. Oh. Ah. Oh, oh ah, shit. You fucker. <laughs> Chris. Oh, shit. I dropped you. I'm sorry. Hold me. <laughs> I didn't mean to drop you there. I'm sorry. Dude, you suck. <laughs> Stop falling into my shit, Lori. I'm a big girl, Chris. <laughs> I made her man up. <laughs> I did like this movie. It's a great movie. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Right. R.I.P. Oh, man. Well, shit, that only leaves one spot left. Coming oh. in at number one this week. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? 
Uh-huh. That's right. Our man Billy Idol. <laughs> Doing the live version. The live version oh is the one. Wait, do I even know this song? Yeah, I do. Everyone knows I this song. I love this song. I go crazy at weddings for this song. It's a good song. <laughs> it's like the best song to just act like an idiot to. This is the live version. The original version did not go number one. The original version came out in 81. I looked this up and I saw Moni Moni was number one in 87. And I thought, live? that's fucked Turn up. Turn it up then. I, I couldn't believe it. So uh, it was the live version. He released a live album. <laughs> yeah. Crowd's just so involved. Billy Idol doing a cover <laughs> of Tommy Jones and the Shondells. That's another cover If song? you can believe from the same group oh my that God. Tiffany covered. Can no. you believe that? Holy robness. How about That's crazy, that? research they were taking team? up, right? Like Fucking clean up the top five. Yeah, they had already spent that money from that song in the 60s, and it's like, wow, I had an influx of cash now to buy more Coke? Like, We're going to milk this career for all it's worth. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That was the top five. That was good a good one. Them. All right, I got one more song, and I'm just going to phone it in. I got really nothing. Um, you guys remember House of Pain, right? Yeah. You guys remember Jump Around, right? Yeah. Okay, oh. I'm going to play a little remix, okay? There's a guy out of New York who uh, makes beats. His name is Pete Rock. He's the shit. He's a legend. He did a little remix on this song, and that's what I'm going to play right now. Like the hit? Here it go. Fake ass radio show. <laughs> Scav, Laurie, D'Ali. Get up, pack it in. Let me begin. I came to win. Battle me. That's a sin. I won't ever slack up. Punk, you better back up. Try and play the role and you're the whole crew will act up. Get up, stand up. Come on. Come on, throw your hands up. If you got the feeling, jump up, touch the ceiling. Monks, let's a funk flow. Someone's fucking junk. Yeah, I'll bust them in the eye. And then I'll take the punks out. Feeling funky. Amps in the trunk. And I got more rhymes than this cops at a Dunkin' Donut shop. Show sure up. I got props from the kids on the Plus my mom and my pops I came to get down I came to get down So get out your seat and jump around Jump around Jump up and get down Jump around Check it out, y'all Jump around Jump up and get down Jump up, jump up and get down Jump, 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 jump Jump, jump, jump Jump, jump, jump Like John McEnroe If your girl steps up I'm smacking the hoe Word to your moms I came to drop bombs I got more rhymes And the bottles got songs And just like the prodigal son I've returned Anyone stepping on me You'll get burned Cause I got lyrics But you ain't got none If you come to battle Bring a shotgun, shotgun. But if you do You're a fool Cause I do to the death Trying to step to me You take your last breath I got the skill Come get your bill Cause when I shoot the gift I shoot the kill I came to get down I came to get down So get out your Seat and jump around, jump around, jump up and get down, jump around, check it out, y'all, jump around, jump up and get down, jump up, jump up and get down, jump, jump. 
Listen to the sound that pounds, I jump around. I'm no brown, I get down to the funk. Listen to the wig out and step to the rear, dear, cause I'm here. The P to the E to the T E rockin', the runs in your stockin', so hunt puts a rockin'. Chillin' with the house of pain, blood stains the ground. I jump around. I'm the cream of the crop, I rise to the top. I never eat a pig, cause a pig is a cop. I better yet, a terminator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tryna play me out like as if my name was Sega. But I ain't going out like no punk bitch. Get used to one style AO when I might switch it up, bumping around, then bump, bump, get down, put out your head, and then you wake up in the dawn of the dead. I'm coming to get ya, I'm coming to get ya. Spitting out lyrics, homie, I'll wet ya. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. Jump around, jump up and get down. Jump around, check it out, Jump around, jump up and get down. Jump up, jump up and get down. Jump, 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 jump. Rock invented the remix. No, that's I don't think that's accurate. I think that may be an, uh, an album that he put out. But yeah, that was House of Pain. House of Pain. Pete Rock was rapping on there too. I didn't. I uh, forgot to tell everybody that. I apologize. Pete Rock had an ill flow back in the day. Like he didn't flow all the time. I mean, and you know, Pete Rock can see all smooth, but he's mostly known as just a uh, as just a, a producer a fantastic producer at that i know i always forget that he's a, he's a rapper too he's top five all day there you go top five top five bring, top five. bring that back <laughs> all right well <laughs> shoot do you want to grace us with a performance i would love to all right i would <laughs> love to hear it too what are you going to do for us tonight um you know i just picked a random song out um this is getting it off an album i did with a producer called moonchild i'm big on like Moon albums with producers to create, you know, like what do you call it? Not synergy, but it all flows together. Okay, and I'm totally familiar with, with Moonchild. Is he in Arizona still? He's in Arizona, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, dude's the a man song, too. Uh, called "Getting It." Okay, here we go. Live performance, fake ass radio show. D Ali. I must warn you, there's a really long intro to the song. But oh. usually that's where I like talk to the crowd and get them hyped oh. up. Get them hyped up. <laughs> there you go. Uh. If you are listening, you can get your hands in the air, wave them without a care in the world. I haven't seen Moonchild in a while, but I'm sure he's out in Arizona chilling. This song is just about Doing what you want to do, doing you, getting out your dreams, all that good stuff. I try to make them inspirational occasionally. Check. Well, I remember summer days, blizzing up the purple haze. So my pop should have named me Hendrix. Check my experience. A young child so gifted, honing the rhythmic gift. The speech bestowed upon me by African ancestors. I call the music my precious. Still for I sing. Of the cast talking job to be Lord of the Ring. Standing as a store of an artist can't afford them things. I wear my hold on my sleeve and carry that as a badge of honor. It shines more bright than all of the ice of the pole. The caps combine on the cold in the night. We speak with a froze tongue. Cats to catch a frostbite. The music used to 
have vision, wondering where we lost sight. With my two eyes back on the prize rise, every day knowing that exact thing I came for. I want it all, not a fraction of a piece. Not a slave, I am free, so I sing over these beats that I'm getting it. That I'm getting it. The Ali representing the mitten. And we getting it. Getting it. Uh, uh, we getting it. And I'm getting it. D. Ali, we stay getting it. On my cast of the D, we stay getting it. And we come with the free, we stay getting it. We getting it. Yo, remember when you thought you could change the world? But somewhere along the way, you went from boy your girl to a grown up and shown up. Priorities change. You put away childish things like your hopes and dreams. Letting others tell you exactly what you can and can't do. Guess in a way that world changed you. I guess it changed me too. It's like they put you in a box where you can't do you. Man, these haters are turn you every which way but loose. But I can't blame them. It's a hater's job to hate. Guess I wasn't on mine as an artist that creates. With longing for security, wanted to feel safe. Creating fallback plans so I don't fall on my face. Them fallback plans, they can stay in the place. You only need them if you're paying the fall. But I'ma stand tall and stay getting it. Hey, yo, I'm getting it. Y'all least stay getting it. We represent the men and care. And y'all stay spitting it. We getting it. Doing this for all them cats that a little bit. Stay reading up. You see that I'm beating up. Beating up the boogie. Yeah, we getting it. It goes something like DJ, play that one more time. It feels good to my soul. You let it feel good to your soul. We provide the soundtrack to your life. You can consider this a daily affirmation. But then we gon' make it my system when you feel a note on your radio and play this up in your system. Cause this is like a healing. I'm standing at the station, heart beat racing, one way ticket in hand, the known destination. See, I was used to planning on myself to predict an individual walking a beaten path for myself at a fork in the road. Wanted to go left, find myself scared to death, scared of myself, scared to search for my courage, scared to search for my strength. Feeling I wouldn't find neither in the process. Processing my thoughts, I thought if I didn't take a chance, my life would be filled with regrets and the speech would be regulated to past tense. I could have done that. I Shoulda done this, but you know where them coulda shitters get you nowhere. Seize of the moment, so rare I wanna caught the digum. Gotta stop believing yourself, cause if I don't, no will anyone else. So I took a breath, left, now I manifest that I'm getting it. Name's D, Ali, I'm getting it. Represent the mitten kid, and I stay spitting it. Rhymes is illegitimate, cause we getting it. Hey yo, we getting it. Said I'm getting it. Getting it. Yo, we getting it. There's a lot more space in the chorus than I know what to do with. It goes, <laughs> DJ spin that one more yeah, time. Uh. It feels good to my soul. Oh, whoa, whoa, you let whoa, it whoa, feel whoa. good to your soul. We provide the soundtrack to your life. Uh-huh, life, uh-huh. life. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to give the Pete Rock remix yeah. chorus. There you go. <laughs> you real clap for that. Hell yeah, dude. You just killed it for like 30, three minutes and 30 seconds. Right. Like I like- straight. I'm got three minutes and thirty seconds of killing. I me. like you. Got I the like bars. you. That last verse was like, okay, many bars, Just many many bars. I got that all on videotape. Nice, awesome, awesome. That's our second, <laughs> our second live performance uh, on on this here fake ass radio show. So thank Very you. Cool. Who did thank the first? You for that. Oh, that was Magnum Opus. Nice, nice, nice. That's right. Marcus came through. Yep. 
and graced us as well. So there you go. Ah, man, he was talking online when he did his uh, Guinness. I remember right. that the other day, man. Yeah, I was there for like right at the end. You know, I didn't stay for like the whole thing where you're trying to go and right. coming at the end. You want to be there for Congrats. 17 hours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, you're about to beat this yeah. shit. You're about to beat it. Right. Amazing feat. They're uh, rapping straight for 17 hours hey, with no break. three minutes 30 seconds, you I, get my vote. I can't even stay up for 17 hours, let alone uh, do anything. Dude, amazing. So, amazing. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was amazing. So he'll come back you guys. Yeah, well, we'll get Magnum Opus back in. Are we going to get you back in sometime? Oh, I would love to come in. All right. Yeah. Maybe next week. <laughs> Who there knows? We <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll have to see. All right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, again, you want to uh, talk about what you got on the radar before we dip out of here? Uh, yeah. So uh, Saturday, November twenty eighth, playing a set at the Magic Bag. Probably my last show of the year. I got Gorilla Funk Mob backing me. Amazing band. My sister Miami will be playing. Um, she doesn't get to Michigan often, and she's on Rock Nation, so that's dope. Um, large extra large is in the building and also the Normandies. So that'll be it, man. There you go. Do you have any social media? Uh, yeah, uh, davidali.com, D-A-V-I-D-A-L-L-I-E.com, and that'll get you everywhere, or coldenglish.com. Check him out. Thank you again for coming in. I appreciate it. Lori. Yo. What do you got coming up? Anything? Shit, I'm about to kill the rest of this week, and then go to Dallas to visit my family for Thanksgiving. Okay. I'm going to miss a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff going on. I'm going to miss your show. I'm going to miss a couple other things. I got some traveling that I got to do too, but uh, I'll I'll definitely keep the audience posted. You know, Detroit's got some shit going on. Lori's mm-hmm. uh, feeling a little guilty leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Dallas Cowboys play a Thanksgiving game, right? I don't know. You know, I'm thinking about trying to see if my my brother and sister in law will let me take my nephew, my oldest nephew, do a game by myself. Nice. See if they trust me. Yeah. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your social media? What's your handle? Oh, my under, uh, Instagram is underscore Lori Wild underscore, and mm-hmm. Facebook is Lori Wild. All right, sweet. And then Scav D, just Google me. Uh, I'm short for Scavenge Detroit. Check out the Bandcamp, the SoundCloud, uh, all that stuff. <clears throat> oh, Ew, dude, I didn't belch <laughs> the whole you episode. Chunky fucking burps. I swear to I God, I didn't belch the whole episode. You didn't, but seriously, that you were. Burps have been chunky. It's that beer, that bourbon age barrel beer. <laughs> this is the last one that I have too, Aww. so I'm getting it down. Um, I don't know. And the fake ass radio show. We've got some. We've got some social media as well. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Are check we on iTunes out. anymore or no? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Fuck. Check us out on iTunes yeah, too. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Facebook backslash the fake ass radio show. Uh, it's all lowercase, all one word, and then follow the shit out of us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We are yeah. at. Fake ass radio. Hey, if we get to a thousand followers, I will join Twitter and I will rock your fuckers' worlds. Well, you better fucking, <laughs> you better join, baby. Are we at a thousand? We're at like, like ten twenty. Ten twenty. Ten twenty. Thousand twenty. So one thousand twenty people. Something like that. Damn. Well, yeah, okay, we got okay, it. Okay, we hit it. Dang it. We've Does done it. Have to join now? <laughs> you gotta get on. <laughs> Thought it was gonna be an empty gesture. Ooh, you better join. We did that shit a few days ago. So, congrats to us on that. All right. Um. Yeah, that's it. With that, I am Scav. I'm Lori. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Who are you? <laughs> David Ali. All right. <laughs> I'm No Limit Soldier. <laughs> when, whenever you're listening, <laughs> we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day.
Hear that dog. Oh, hello. Is everyone here? I'm here. Here. You're Yo. here too? Hold on. Present. Let's see here. Where's my guest pot here? You might need to get like right up on this here. I can do it. There you go. Yep. Okay. Hey now, is everyone here? Mm-hmm. Everyone here? I'm here. Can you yes, hear me? Yes, sir. Are your headphones good? <laughs> yeah, mine are good. Actually, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good? Mm-hmm. They're good? Yes. You sure they're good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, is that Stuart Scott on that fucking record right there? No. Looks like Stuart Scott. That's, uh, that's Sadat X, I think. I'm pretty sure that's Dottie X. Dude, it looks Dottie like Stuart X. Scott. I feel like Stuart Scott's like watching he over us He does kind of right have now. like a Stuart Scott what look up, to Stuart? him, Sadat X. What up? Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest Stuart in peace. Scott. It does though, doesn't it? Am I crazy or is it just me? <laughs> I mean, I, I can I've see literally it. thought that for like probably the entire time I've been. Stuart Scott had hair, you know. Stuart I feel like Scott he always did had not like, have hair. I thought he had hair for at one I point he know. did, like maybe earlier in his career. Maybe earlier in his career. Well, he had some fade on the top. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, what is that? What? That, yeah. That's the X. Uh, He's a, a hip hop legend. Cool. Brand newbie. That's correct. Oh, oh shit! That reminds me. I need my sound effects. Yeah, get those ready, and then we'll roll. What do I gotta talk about? I'm talking about uh, talking about Ronda Rousey, right? Yeah. So I need this. You don't need a beer? <laughs> whoa, 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 careful. That's some weight to it. Woo! Woo! I had no Woo. idea. I did not know that. That ice ain't coming light. <laughs> Keeping things cool. There we go. I want to turn me down a little bit. There we go. Hey now. Okay. Um, so Can you got, hear me now? We got the boxing ring. I don't know. I don't. I honestly have no clue. Like I only watched the part where she got her head kicked. That's it. Oh, uh, you can watch the whole thing on Facebook. Right. It's crazy. It was only yeah. It was like a just watch them on it was like Facebook. a five six minute long fight. All of six minutes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Need to watch it. Um, she got dominated. It happens, so man. Bad. For sure. <laughs> she just had a horrible game plan. Like you she don't didn't go look in like on she had it. Than you. Like she's just hailing jabs, keeping distance, moving her head. Does, like she can't do shit about it. Anybody need to go to the bathroom? We go. Uh, I went before. Oh, <laughs> did I? I don't know if I did. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Yep. Let me uh, quickly play this back and just make sure that everything sounds. <laughs> 